Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Nomi Jackson here along with the darling Dreamboat Ishii on the other end listening in. How are you doing today, my beautiful babies? It is Sunday, November 21st, 2021 at 11.34 a.m. How y'all doing and what's up and how's y'all's weather? It is, uh... Actually, today is not going to be as cold as it has been. It's kind of, I think today it's going to be uh, close to 50, they said, which is for this time of the year, as you guys know, it's good. And actually, it's been a good weekend to, for people to put up their outdoor decorations, if that's what they want to do. Or a lot of people out there, like, the, you know, uh, what do you call it, raking up the leaves and everything. And it's just, a, it's a nice uh, fall, Midwestern type of a day. Well... Is it still fall? Yeah, it's still fall until December 21st, right? Am I right? I think so. <laughs> anyway, it's it's kind of a nice weekend. So at least it's sunny, so I can't really complain. I hope the weather is really good where you guys are. And I hope you guys are having a really, really good weekend so far. Hopefully you're either relaxing or going out there having fun or both. Why can't you do both? <laughs> Hopefully you're, uh, you know, with friends and, you know, just having a really... Um, a lovely weekend. That's my uh, wish for you guys. Uh, I'm not doing much myself. I'm not doing much at all, actually. Uh, what did I do yesterday? We watched me and my son. My son came over. Uh, we watched Holiday Heart with Ving Rames in there playing a uh, drag queen. And it was just, I, I found it really, really sweet. You know, here's this big guy, and then, you know, he's a drag queen. I understand, well, Judge Mathis says you're not supposed to say drag queen anymore, but they call themselves drag queens, so I think you can say that. I don't think they really get offended. I'm not really sure. But then again, I'm saying they. It's kind of like when people say, oh, black people this or that. It's like, uh, unless you met every single black person in the world, you don't know what the black the black people thing, you know what I'm saying? And, like, like we get, like, very completely different. If you, like, said me and then this other person, and our lives could be completely different. So you, there is no one experience. And I say the same thing within, you know, that community. Um, you know, some people have a problem with outside people saying drag queen which apparently is the, uh, has been with some people, and which is why I think Judge Mathis kind of goes off on it. You know, he's he's a, a sympathizer of that community, and so I think he goes overboard, though, trying to say what you can and can't, because he's not actually part of the community. His brother was, but he wasn't, so I don't know. And then you have, he tries to make that point every, every time a case like that comes on, but... They're like, no, not really. Some of them are like, yeah, but most of them are like, no, not really. So I, I don't know. I think he's just uh, projecting onto them. Everyone is so different. And, you know, you can't really make a blanket statement about any group whatsoever. Um, women, it could be race. It could be gender. Like, you know, all women are nagged. That's what, like, some men might say that, you know, and it's simply just not true. Um, I'm not a nagger. Um, <laughs> uh, in general, so I mean, you can't really say that, but I, I realize 
you know, some men do. And then again, we women say the same thing, like all men are dogs. And, (laughs) you know, it seems like a lot of them might fall under that category, but certainly not all. They are some good men in this world, including Ishii, her. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's there's some good ones. So I guess I'm just saying no sweeping generalizations. And I have no idea why I went off in that tangent. (laughs) It really has nothing to do with anything. But anyway, let me go jump into today. Uh, advice that I wanted. I held this aside for a couple days. Okay. My dog suddenly died last week and my girlfriend, 28 female, has gifted me a sweatshirt with her name on it. It was a really painful moment and both my parents and I have been having some rough days since. Regarding the gift, I'm not sure how to react. I know she's done it with the best of her intentions, but it feels weird to gift me a sweatshirt that says 80% cotton, 20% Dana's hair. Dana was my dog. This is supposed to be gifted when my dog is still alive and she sheds some hair on the sweatshirt, I think. Am I supposed to wear it like in my everyday life or what? Not quite sure how it, to react or what to do with the gift. Will she be offended if I don't wear it? <laughs> I think I picked this one because it's kind of like a simple but sweet um, one. They're like very trying to be thoughtful of the other person's feelings. I don't think the girlfriend meant anything and it's even possible she bought the t the uh sweatshirt and you know it was custom made she made a custom made t sweatshirt before the dog passed away so maybe she just like when the dog died like she's like oh i should just give it to him anyway or something you know like that and definitely it probably wasn't thought out that well um if she had asked for my (laughs) advice i'd say oh no the no, now that the dog is gone, don't do that. That might just make him more sad. But um, absolutely no ill will, and I don't, I don't think she'd be offended at all if he didn't wear it, because I don't think she bought it as for him to show it off. You know, or anything. I think she bought it because she wanted to um, acknowledge how much he loves his dog. Uh, I don't think. I highly doubt. If she's a you know a good person, she's not even really gonna care whether or not he actually wears it. I'm sure she would understand, and hopefully someone would like kind of point it out. If she does by any chance get offended, somebody will say, "Well, yeah, it's kind of uh, not the point anymore since he's the dog is no longer here, and you know he can't make hair on the um, sweatshirt." So I don't know. That's what I think, guys. What do you guys think? You think? Uh, he should just just put it away nicely in a drawer or something like that. And then, um, you know, if it ever comes up and, you know, he can mention it. But hope, I don't think she would even ever say anything. If I bought someone a shirt and they didn't wear it, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say anything. I mean, I would just assume that they didn't like it. But I, I wouldn't even bother making a point of saying anything about it. Um, okay, but anyway, let's jump on into on this day. What did I say it was? November 21st. What happened today in history? In 164 BC, during Maccabean Revolt, Judas Maccabeus recaptures Jerusalem and rededicates the Second Temple, commemorated since as Jewish Festival Hanukkah. In 1818, Russian Tsar Alexander I petitions 
for Jewish state in Palestine. In 1906, China prohibits, prohibits the opium trade. In 1970, General Hafez al-Assad becomes Prime Minister of Syria following military coup. Coup! Coup! <laughs> uh, 1971, Battle of uh, Garibpur. Indian troops aided by... Uh, I don't even know why I tried this one. Let me skip that. <laughs> and let's see. In 2017, Robert Mugabe Mugabe's resignation after 37 years in power is read out in Zimbabwe's parliaments during impeachment trials. Okay. In 1976, Rocky, directed by John G. Wilson, sorry, Sylvester Stallone, premieres in New York. Is the best picture in 1977 at one. I remember that. Going to see the original Rocky when it originally came out at the movies. I was just a little kid, but I remember going, and I remember I liked it. Today in music, 1937, Dmitry Shostakovich's Fifth Symphony premieres in Leningrad with the ovation lasting over an hour. Hmm. Today in sports, 1905, first match ever played in the Australian National Tennis Champions. Famous birthdays. Voltaire, 1694 to 1778. <laughs> uh, um, his picture. Okay. Uh, get down. Okay, Hetty Green. Uh, okay, the page popped off. Some old lady named Hetty Green. Uh... I'm sorry, guys. The page kind of popped down on me. Hetty Green, 1834 to 1916. She looks like a stern woman. Uh, I know nothing about her. I have no idea. Someone by the name of Tom Horn was 1860 to 1903. Stan Musial, 1920 to 2013. He was obviously a baseball player. Uh, I can't really tell... Is that St. Louis uh, on his hat? It looks like SL. I, I really don't know, though. Bjork is 56 today. Um, I don't always remember. I always thought she was Asian, but she's from Iceland. But I'm thinking probably they must have... Um, they must have originally been from the Asian countries and kind of moved over to Iceland. I really don't know, but... um. You know, after learning some stuff about genetics from, you know, uh, when I found out mine, I just, like, learned a little bit more. And I can, you know, kind of tell, like, where people originated from before they got to that country. Like, so, uh, uh, Iceland, you know, was probably repopulated with a different uh, set of people. I'm not really sure. Anywho, Carly Rae Jepsen is 36. I've heard of her name. Uh, this is the first time I think I've seen her, but I've seen the name on some stuff before. Let's see. Okay. Today's lyrics. I picked one song that I actually really like. An early disco song. But I don't know. It's just I, I don't know if I even did this before. I might have. Because I just really enjoyed this song. Rock Your Baby by George McRae. 
it's just something about it. Uh, it came out in 1974, chart number one on the UK and the US charts. And I like this. I remember liking it, even though I was like, what, like six years old or something when it came out. But it was like all on the radio and everything. And I don't know, even then I just knew it was, it sounded good. And as I got older, it just sounds, mm, I don't know, it just, I like it. Okay, here's a lyric. Sexy mama, woman, take me in your arms, rock your baby. Woman, take me in your arms, rock your baby. There's nothing to, to there's nothing to it. Just say you want to do it. Open up your heart and let the loving start. Oh, woman, take me in your arms, rock your baby. Woman, take me in your arms, rock your baby. Yeah, hold me tight with all your might. Now let your loving flow, real sweet and slow. Oh, woman, take me in your arms, rock your baby. Woman, take me in your arms, rock your baby. Oh, woman, take me in your arms and rock me. Oh, woman, take me in your arms and rock me. Uh, okay, see, that's kind of funny because when I just read the lyrics, it sounds so, um, so simple and it really doesn't sound that deep when you <laughs> read the lyrics because there's hardly any, you know, uh, lyrics there. It's just pretty, like I said, just like really simple, but it just sounds good when it's all put together and, you know, that's just a good song and I guess it's just the music that really does it. One of the first hits of the disco era, this sold over 11 million copies worldwide. This song was written by Harry Wayne Casey, as in uh, Casey from the Casey and the Sunshine Band, and Robert Finch of Casey and the Sunshine Band. And it formed basis for their wildly successful writing and performing partnership, which yielded five more U.S. number one hits and pioneered the disco sound. Casey and Finch worked for TK Records, which was a distributor and studio complete with a house band that would become Casey and the Sunshine Band. One of the artists who recorded at TK was Timmy Thomas, who had a hit with Why Can't We Live Together. Um, skip, there's some technical information. Um, I remember that. Uh, originally, Casey and Finch were the only two musicians on Rocky Baby. After they had the initial track down, they paid Jerome Smith $15 to put it, a guitar on it. They frequently functioned this way in the early days of KC and the Sunshine Band, keeping them a minimum core of band members and then bringing in session musicians on an as-needed uh, basis. Uh, according to Finch, his first check for this song was $227,000. That's a cool quarter of a million dollars at age 20. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Um, the first thing he decided to do with the check was to buy his mom a Jaguar. Even though the United States at the time was thick of the 1970s oil crisis. And his mom didn't even have a driver's license and didn't even get one for another seven years. This lack of financial foresight cost Finch dearly when he signed a disastrous contract to part ways with the band in the early 80s. He gave up his royalties for the songs he wrote and performed, losing millions of dollars in potential revenue when many of the KC and the Sunshine band hits were revived in TV shows, movies, and covers. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, he wasn't much of a business man. Um, people really, these days, I know it's not the same anymore, but thank God, um, nowadays, everyone, I think, is smart enough to have a lawyer, your own lawyer, look at any contract. I, know, I realize when you're just starting out, that you don't have that kind of money. Um, but you <laughs> you do whatever it takes. You save that um, money and whatever money you have, just enough to get a lawyer, just even hire a lawyer on a case basis to um, look at your contract and make sure you're not getting screwed over. Uh, I think it's like really, really important. 
um, I don't know, just in general, I found out through somebody, <laughs> somebody, uh, that, uh, how corrupt the music business, the whole entertainment industry, but, uh, the music industry in particular is extremely cutthroat and there's a lot of blacklisting still going on and everything. And there's a lot of, um, you know, greed and it's, it's really ugly and you know it's just it's not really good <laughs> especially now it's just it's really bad i'm not sure if it's all uh the illuminati like a lot of people think and i mean that's kind of a conspiracy based theory type of thing um that they say people like sell their souls and all that kind of junk i i don't know about that but um i do know all around it is very cutthroat and you have to do things that you never thought you would just to make it or just to stay in there and it's a really sad state of affairs anywho what else is a sad state of affairs well I know what's not a sad state of affairs that would be Mikey 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 Poo Jackson yeah he's not a sad state of affairs he was a great state of affairs. If if he ran the world, <laughs> then it would have been a nicer place. But oh well. Um, let's see. What is our MJ nugget for today? I'm just rambling today. <laughs> As you can probably tell, I have no. Usually, like I have a, in my mind what I'm gonna say to you guys or whatever. But now I'm like completely just. I don't know. I'm kind of playing it by ears. I did have the song and the um. The other thing picked out, but just exactly what I was going to say. I don't know. But, um, let's see. What does it say? What's our Mikey Jackson nugget of the day? If this page ever want to load, I will let you all know. Come on now. La 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 Okay. Dang, it's slow as hell, man. Okay. Michael Jackson co-directed Blood on the Dance Floor with choreographer Vincent Patterson. Released in 1997, the short film features some of Michael's most intensive dance scenes. And it has a link. So if you guys are not familiar with his Blood on the Dance Floor, go look it up on YouTube and get a little your dance on, you know. Just get a little bit of groove in there. <laughs> Enjoy your Sunday. Well, anyway, guys, <laughs> I really do hope you guys are having a really great Sunday. I hope you're having a good day, and I hope your week goes fantastic as well. Um, I want to take this time to remind you that God, your Heavenly Father, loves you very much and wants a relationship with you. And he's just sitting there waiting, twiddling his thumb. When is so-and-so going to talk to me? So you guys do that. He's waiting here for me. My uh Ishii here, he that dreamboat, yeah, he he wants to say that uh he loves you too. <laughs> Me, you know I love y'all, and uh so does Michael. I have it on good authority. Yeah, and we all want you to go out there and have a wonderful and beautifully blessed day because we love you and we know that you deserve it. Oh dabo.